of the clones oh uh <laughs> i want to start uh, <laughs> off today by thanking taylor madison and the strange nerve podcast for giving us a little plug out of the kindness of his heart he didn't have to do that and, uh, i also want to shout out audible and me <laughs> personally i would love a pair of uh underwear for free so yeah. one day Use the code suck my ass at me on these for one percent off. Alright. So, before we get into news, just wanted to say, uh, from the time that we're recording this podcast, John Wick Two has seven days till it drops in theaters. When it drops on uh, on iTunes, it'll be four days, but I just wanna say We're fired up. Could not be more excited for a movie. Yeah. I read a uh, the the tagline for a review that uh, appeared to be very positive. I didn't read the review, but very excited about this movie. That was a sigh of pure relief that I just said, let out. Because it could be terrible. We don't know. We, it could have sequelitis. Could, you know? could, could be a uh, Speed 2 cruise control situation. Absolutely. <laughs> Hopefully not. Speaking of speed. Speed. Wait, no. We'll get to that at the end. Okay. We'll cover it in the end. All right. It's, it's an interesting piece of information. Really? Yes. Okay. I'm Regarding excited. the uh, the particular movie that we're discussing. Okay. All right. We'll get there. Uh, first up, let's right. do some news. Roll it. Let's do the news. Yeah. First piece of news dropped on Monday. A lot of people have been talking about it. Ben Affleck drops from directing the standalone Batman movie. Hilarious to me. It's you know I got a bunch of texts on Monday because <laughs> uh, ever since. August, I think it was August 2014 when Ben Affleck was announced as Batman. I've, there was like obviously the backlash online, yeah. people that are Ben Affleck haters mm-hmm. for, he's getting blamed for shit that he did 15 years ago. You know what I mean? Like right. his bad movies and bad choices. For Geely? For Geely, for uh, Forces of Nature. Oh. Uh, but I was, right away, I was excited. I was psyched, yeah. Right away, like... And him just playing the role was like exactly. Oh, this is this is really cool. Like, but in the um, back, but in the back of our heads, we we were like, oh, does this mean we're getting a Ben Affleck directed Batman movie? I see. I didn't even think about that until oh, it did. was announced. I oh yeah, definitely. Once or oh, till the <laughs> till till. Oh no, I, that was in the back of my head. Okay. Like the back of my head, I was like, he's got enough clout at Warner Brothers that he's gonna he's gonna get to do what he wants. Sure. And I guarantee you, he wants a Batman movie. That would see. And then I feel like after Batman for Superman, it was like, this is not going to happen. Well, let's get into that. Yeah, we'll, we'll start talking. So here's the quote from Ben Affleck. There are certain characters who hold a special place in the hearts of millions. Performing this role demands focus, passion, and the very best performance I can give. It has become clear that I cannot do both jobs to the, to the level they require. Together with the studio, I've decided to find a partner and a director who will collaborate with me on this massive film. I am still in this. We are making it, but we're currently looking for a director. I remain extremely committed to this project and look forward to bringing 
bringing this to life for fans around the world. What a little bitch. No, this is great. No, it's not great. I think it's great. Do you remember like two weeks ago he was like, I'm not going to direct this unless it rocks. Yeah. Ben Affleck drops. You know what, though? That means that it doesn't rock. Exactly. So, all right. So, on Monday I was getting a bunch of texts like, you must be so bummed, blah, blah, blah. I'm not bummed. I'm... I'm feeling real good about this because I feel he's he's way. he's doing exactly what a person who respects the character is should do. Sure, he, I mean, I get that, but I just and that's respecting the character is something that Warner Brothers has not been doing a whole lot of good about. No, that is in true. the last three uh, DCE. Does movies. he respect the character or is he just straight up scared? Oh, I definitely think. Well, okay, so let's let's go over the yeah, year he's sure. had. Yeah, we got BVS. He was brutal the, for him. It was brutal for him. Yeah. Sad Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he became a meme, even yeah. though unanimously, I would say he's cro- the best part of the movie. He's the best part of the movie. Absolutely. Even crazy. though, even though he was straight Merkin bad guys, <laughs> he was still the best part of oh, the movie. He was a fantastic Batman. Fantastic Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That line about the shoes. I don't know if you remember it. No, I don't. Where he, he says, uh, "When Mercy Graves comes down at, in the in Lex Luthor's party." Right. And she walks away, and he's pretending to be drunk, and he goes, I like those shoes. <laughs> I don't know, throwaway line for a dr- That's real. That's, that's like that's total real, Affleck. That's Affleck. And total. Exactly. Like dickhead Bruce Wayne. Exactly. And I, that's. That's like Goodwill Hunting. That's the kind nice of shit. fucking shoes. <laughs> that's the kind of thing I want, you know? And no, I get it. I really, to me, <laughs> it's a sign of being scared. So he, he had that. B, BBS didn't go over well. Then his passion project, Live by Live Night. Night. What a piece of shit. Reported $75 million loss for Warner Brothers. That's that's, <laughs> that's a spicy meatball. That's, uh, that's a lot of guacamole. That is. Out of the green. That's a lot. So uh, let's talk about who could replace him. Okay. The um, short list. Not short, who we want, who it's. So I think. Who the, who the rumors are. The rumors, we got Matt Reeves. Who directed? Uh, he's doing War of the Planet of the Apes, and he did Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Good shit. The last, the last Fantastic. one. Fantastic. Great movies. Great franchise so far. So if he does that, I'm I'm on board yeah, with that. That's Reeves. cool. Yeah, you can do it. Everyone seems to be saying David Fincher. He's probably my number one. That's I think that's cool because obviously we talked about it last week Seven, yeah. basically a Batman movie. He worked with. It uh, would be like okay, finally. Yeah, exactly. You get your chance to do this. He worked with Ben Affleck on Gone Girl. So they have a rapport. He's, yeah, they're comfortable. There's a comfort zone. There. He's done. Got, got one of Ben's best performances. Exactly. Ever. Exactly. So he he can he can pull that out of Ben straight up. And then he's done. Um, he did. What was it Brad Pitt? Benjamin Button. Oh. So he God. can handle special effects. Oh wow. Yeah. You, okay. You forget that he did that. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. All right. Who's next? Who's next? Uh, I've seen Denis Villeneuve. Oh, the I've seen, shit. I've seen his name pop up. I don't think it's going to happen. He's got Dune, which was also Yeah, announced. exactly. Like, would be amazing. Yeah, he's busy, This though. guy is... There's there's a best director in his future. Oh, absolutely. I think he so. He is unreal. Like, I just I just watched Arrival. Mm-hmm. And you love What it. a beautiful fucking movie. Absolutely. Oh, and, my God. And it's... It, it's beautiful because you almost forget that it's a sci-fi exactly. movie. It's, it's, like, it's like, okay, this is real. I believe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
Dude. And he's about to do... And it's not at all the movie that you expect it to be. Yeah. Like, it just becomes this, like, hey, we want to help you out because we need some help. Mm-hmm. So, like, here's this fucking language. It's a very... Learn what, it. What's really cool about it is it's a very human movie. Yeah. Like, the aliens are like, mm-hmm. we're just chilling. We just want to talk. Which and- is a little, little timely. Oh. Aliens, Great twist, too? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, a, right. it's a, a little on the Sean nose. Sean <laughs> Quality twist. Definitely, almost. definitely. Uh, I've seen a lot of people asking, should they ask Chris Nolan to Fuck come back? No, he would never do it. A, he would never do it, and he's B, I don't producing want it. every single one of them. Well, he's he's here's what here's what the things that I've read over the last couple of years. Okay, he produced uh, Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. He, he and Zack Snyder came up with the story, right. the the angle that they were going for with Man of Steel. If you look at the Justice League and BBS. IMDb's he's on there. Oh, he's still on the executive producer, yeah. but executive producer is like kind of yeah, a gimme like, title. Yeah. And I don't think he has anything to do with BBS or this. I think mm. I think his name's on there as a courtesy because he helped establish the universe. Maybe. But I think he tried to distance himself after BBS. Yeah, it's like they don't I didn't know that till I mm-hmm. like really vehemently looked yeah, it up. Yeah, he he distanced himself. Which a is a smart guy. He is a smart guy. Yeah. But I I don't want to see that again. No, I don't. Either. I really, I like. I want the comic book Batman movie. You yeah. know, we we got we got the crime drama Batman yeah, movie. No, exactly. I want the comic book. Give Batman us movie. the the. I want gadgets. Yeah. I want crazy ass villains. Right. You know, I want that. So I don't. I don't need to believe that the, that it can happen anymore. Right. I want a sick freak penguin. Yeah. yeah. I, I, what was cool? I love that Victor Zaz is hidden in, in Batman Begins. Mm-hmm. Like you wouldn't even know that that's he's, he's in the beginning of the yeah, courtroom, right? He, well, yeah. he's in the whole thing. In the end, oh, he's, he's, the end. he's chasing See, down fucking. Uh, that's Jamie, right. Uh, what's what's the King Joffrey? That's right. He's chasing him down. Yeah. Okay. That's right. I forgot that's about cool, that. That's cool. Yeah. That's that's. Who are your picks? Uh, I have somebody who I don't want to do it. Who's and that? We talked about this briefly. I saw somebody online say that Kevin Smith is oh, considered. Okay, I'm not seeing the movie of Kevin Smith. For sure, I don't think. Straight up, I, whoever I, said that is I, dumb. Is a fucking idiot. Yeah. I really enjoy, I, I grew up a big Kevin Smith. Of course, fan, absolutely. But I'm so fucking sick of. Ke- I'm sick of. His Did you have you seen his last two movies? No. What are they? Yoga Hosers and Tusk. I would never see a movie called Yoga Hosers. All right. Well, I watched them both. Because <laughs> all right. Get this out of the way. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Kevin Dude, Smith head. That's the thing is I have the clerk's comic book signed by Walt Flanagan. I listen to his podcast still. Wow. I I think he's great. His Flash episodes are great. Mm. He's not the man for no. this job. He's. I think he would even say that though. I, I, I would, and, yeah. and I've heard his name for the Flash movie. Really? Yeah. People people want him to do it. And isn't James Wan doing? No, no, he's doing Aquaman. Aquaman. Sorry, yeah. sorry. The, oh yeah, the Flash, uh, Flash just has gone three directors. Right? Yeah, so definitely not. So, but who? Okay, so you don't want him. I don't want Kevin. Who Smith. do you want? That's a good question. I got two. Let's say Darren Aronofsky. Okay, because that would that would be awesome. Be awesome. Nobody would not enjoy that. Can he that. do special? He did the Fountain. Black. There's some crazy shit in Black Swan with the wings. Yeah. And shit. So he can do special effects. Yeah, exactly. Can he do action though? I guess there's some action in the fountain. I didn't watch Noah. Me either. But that's, I think he could. think he could? I think... Here's my answers. One, Catherine Bigelow. Oh. She did... Hurt Locker. Hurt Locker. Point Break. Point Break and Zero Dark Thirty. 
What a resume. Incredible. Add the Batman on there. Add the, they should add the Batman wow, on there. Wow, that would be really cool. That's one. I would love to see a woman. Her name was in the running for Wonder Woman. I don't know if they wanted her or she wanted it, but her name was mentioned for I'm Wonder sure Woman. I'm sure they wanted her. Um, Is she the most decorated female director she's of all the time? Only She's the only winner. To win right? Best Director. Wow. She's the first and only so She far. fucking rocks. She did. She does. Yeah. <laughs> Second, and maybe you'll... You might agree on this because we uh, both watched this movie recently. Let's go. Uh, David McKenzie, director of Hell or High Water. Oh. What a gr- Let's talk about Hell or High Water for a second. <laughs> what, this isn't going to be the particular movie that we discuss later, but what a fucking... What a movie. Incredible piece of work. It's... So I, you watched it a couple of days ago because mm-hmm. we're trying to catch up on all the Oscar movies. We're doing it all in the next seven days, straight up. Um, but I watched it last night and... Unreal. I... The movie is a slow burner for yeah, sure. Oh, but then it's but so it's, rewarding. But it's, it's a slow burner that you you want to see each step that yeah. they take. Every fifteen minutes, you learn a new piece of crucial information mm-hmm. that is like why these people are doing this. And they don't they don't do the thing where they uh, the the exposition explains the the, the, no, the narrative. No, 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 the narrative comes slowly. It comes to you as if as if you were living it. You're earning it. Yeah, and it's, and it's fuck. It's sick. really good. The direction's really subtle, yeah. but. The a- once the, p- the action picks up, it really... I've also never cared about Chris Pine. He's, oh, he's just always kind of there. He's great. And he... Borderline bummed that he's not... And I guess this is maybe because it's too close to Star Trek, but right. borderline bummed he's not going to be Green Lantern because he's going to oh. be... He's in Wonder Woman. Yeah, that's sad. It's kind of a bummer. I think he'd be a great Hal Jordan. That would have been cool. But it's a little too close to but being dude, Kirk. But, the, dude, the, like, the, the big three performances in Hell or High Water, unreal. Oh, Speaking of which, if they ever recast Jared Leto, which they should, uh, Ben Foster <laughs> yeah. from Hell or High Water from 30 Days If they night. don't cast Mark Hamill as like... <laughs> they won't. I don't think they will. They won't <laughs> then, do that. Then Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Would kill it. So uh, those are my picks for the director. Okay. Um, I think I think it was 50% he was scared, especially he's never done a big action movie, no. CGI movie like this. 50%. 50% respecting the character and wanting to... I think it's more thing. like 80-20. Maybe. You're right. You're probably right. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, staying within the DCEU, uh, we're going to talk about the casting news for James Wan's Aquaman movie. James Wan. What a what a guy. Did you see Conjuring 2? Conjuring, dude. Loved both it. of them are both like... Both of them, so good. Maybe my two favorite horror movies in the past. And I years. am a high-key fan of and the no. Oh. Well, first yeah. saw. First saw. Dude, first a masterpiece. Dude, I I straight up I got home and I downloaded the the song. From, Dude, the song from is the amazing. End, from the end of that movie. That song has been reused by other movies because it's so. I sick. know. Dude, what I, a hit! I watch. I still watch the other Saw movies. I watched. Like, I saw them all. In there's there's hints of of all of them. Um, yeah, like later when the yeah. doctor comes back. But uh, the, first the first Saw movie, is great. Sh- I think it should have been Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, Rob for Best Picture. <laughs> there needs to be a Best Twist Oscar. Oscar the best twist. <laughs> There'd be like three people in the no, category I, every year. I, yeah, exactly. M Night would win. M Night would win every other year. But uh, James Wan's great. Fast, uh, Fast Seven. Insidious, Fast Seven, Saw, Conjuring, yeah. Conjuring, Conjuring. Dude, dude rocks. He's he's great. But yeah, Aquaman. 
big fan. So Aquaman, Hollywood Reporter is reporting that offers have been extended to Yuhaya Abdul-Mateen from uh, Baz Luhrmann's Netflix show, The Get Down. I've not seen The Get Down. I haven't either. I've heard some good things, though. Uh, to star as Black Manta, uh, one of Aquaman's premier villains. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nicole Kidman, a.k.a. Dr. Chase Meridian from <laughs> Batman Forever, yeah. as uh, Aquaman's mom. So those are those reported, I think, on Monday that offers were sent to them. That's pretty wild. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this. Low-key, Marshala Ali was, I think he was offered Black Manta as well. He said no. I think so. I don't know. Here, I think that Marshala Ali is going to, in 2017, 2018, he's going to be Blow up. the guy. He should be Jon Stewart, Green Lantern. <sighs> he's going to be the guy. Yeah, he should He's going to, he's, he's... It's been it, this is his year. Yeah. Coming up. Like with Luke Cage and Moonlight, which I saw last night. He he's in I don't want to spoil. I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> he shapes the entire movie. Yeah. And he's he's from what I know, he's not in it that he's much. He's not. He's in maybe 10 minutes yeah. and it shapes the entire movie and like you can tell how much influence it has on on uh, Chiron's character throughout the movie. Unbelievable. Performance. I think he's, I think he's I'm, seeing it, I'm seeing it tomorrow. He's winning. All right. I I I think it's guaranteed. So uh, I'm really excited about Aquaman. These these casting decisions I think are awesome. The, Love uh, Jason Momoa as as Aquaman. I we, as, we talked about that as right? a brown guy. Yeah. I really love and you say what you will about the DC movies because. Mm-hmm. They have their problems. They haven't had, like, a firm good one yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they, casting Jason Momoa as Aquaman, they could have cast any could have done, they, blonde-haired, they blue-eyed, white guy. They did not have to do that. They didn't. And they went, they fucking did it. And everyone thinks Aquaman's a shitty character. I I challenge you to read Jeff Johns' run um, in the New 52 of Aquaman. I think he did, I think he did one, issue one to, like, 27 It'll change your view of Aquaman. It's still the blonde hair, blue eye right. Aquaman, but great he's, character. He's a badass. They make fun of how people think he sucks, <laughs> but uh, he he kicks ass. Um, so if you if you really hold this prejudice against Aquaman, I dare you to read that. But they're taking the idea that Aquaman can be badass, and they're they cast him with an actual badass actor. Oh, like a real yeah, deal. A real deal guy who throws hatchets and yeah. drinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that picture that went up the other day of his two bodyguards. Yeah. That are like half his size. Yeah. It's just telling. It's like, all right. This is Aquaman. Yeah. I saw somebody say like, hello, uh, I'm Jason. I'm your new bodyguard. And they're like, no, sir. And he's like, I will protect you. <laughs> so I, I, this is the only... Um, the only DCEU movie that is in production after right. Justice League because Flash is having all sorts of problems. Getting a complete rewrite. Yeah, complete rewrite, which what is a, What scary. a sign, huh? I, what's going on? I think... What's the fucking deal with this whole thing? I think they're having trouble reconciling that the that the Flash TV show is such a hit. Hmm. And they're going to They want to do everything they, that that doesn't do. They have to do something different, yeah. but they're still using Barry Allen... Yeah. Um, which I'm fine with. I like, don't give a shit. I don't. Watch I think the Flash people TV that show. people people say that they're making a mistake by not connecting their film and TV universes the I way Marvel does. True. But I think if you ask Marvel people, it doesn't work. No. Like Agents of Shield, 
they don't talk to each other. No. Like the movies, Agents of Shield picks up where they leave off. Exactly, and then and then Agents of Shield has nothing to do no. with the MCU, really. Ultimately, yeah. So I don't. I think that they've established that that shit is not working. And then the DC or the Netflix universe is like a pocket universe that they reference the movies, yeah. but they're dealing with their own. What's shit. up with Hulu getting Runaways? Yeah, I saw that. What? Where's the loyalty, man? <laughs> For Netflix? Yeah. It's probably money. What the fuck? It probably comes down to money. I don't get that. I don't like that. And they, Netflix probably doesn't want to... Have a Marvel confuse. show that doesn't connect to yeah, the... Yeah, probably. Yeah, but still, man. I don't really know. They've done... I never read it, Runaways It's been either. such a great partnership and such a cool... So, like... Yeah. I There was not one bad episode of Marvel television on Netflix right now. Hmm. Trying to think. One bad episode. Trying to think of that one. There's parts I didn't. I th- I thought Jessica Jones was a little too long. Yeah, but it was like yeah. I, yeah, I feel overall you. was fucking. I awesome. feel you. you know overall if you taken as the parts to the whole. Right. I wonder if maybe they were like, "Hey, do you want to do this show first? And they were like, "Nah, maybe right, let's go to Hulu." I don't know. Whatever. I'm all about loyalty, man. <laughs> so back to it, Aquaman. Yeah. Very what do we excited. think? What are, is this going to be good? Aquaman. Yeah, I think so. James, I think James Wan. James Wan knows what's up. He knows a. He knows what's up. B. He's got a sick cast. Willem Dafoe is going to be in it. Awesome. Uh, Patrick Wilson. He's playing. Woo! I know he's playing. He's James Wan's guy. He is. He's playing Ocean Master. I really like him. Yeah. He's after great. After Insidious and Conjuring, I'm a, I'm a fan. Dude, I've been a I've been a Patrick Wilson fan since Phantom of the Opera. The Gerard Butler one. Yeah. I, that's a great movie. I was a pretty big fan of that. Nice. He's school. like the he's the asshole, right? He's the like pretty boy. Okay. That comes along, yeah. He's dude, Raul. Dude, the... the Raul. The movie versions of those songs, mm-hmm. with, like, the, the fucking, like, electronic drums and yeah. shit in them, are so sick. Dude, the whole... <laughs> Here's the thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking sick. Gerard Butler, bad voice, though. No. Him, no, his voice sucks. And not in that movie? Yeah. No, he it rocks. Does. Rewatch it. He rocks. Rewatch it. It's not good. He know. can't hit the notes. Wow. There's <laughs> there's one, and we're we're gonna be talking about some musical a musical later. Oh, yeah, so they, they can, can see it in the title. You, you can hear it now. <laughs> there's a there's a. I was a big theater music, musical guy. I was too. Music of the night. There's a note. There's a note that. The <laughs> there's a note that the Broadway, uh, I forget his name, the Broadway actor hits. They throw it. They throw it two octaves down for Gerard Butler. One in the end with the dissonant yes. chord in the end. Gerard Butler oh, can't really? hit that one. Yeah. He, yep. What a shame. I know. Yeah, but and he's supposed to be teaching her how to sing. Come yeah. on. Oh, I get it. All right. He was. Yeah, he was hired for, for his accent, or they really know. liked half of his face. <laughs> 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 they liked him in. Uh, Dracula 2000. Oh, was he in that before, Finn? Yeah. He was Dracula, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, what a piece of shit movie. Dracula of the fucking opera. All right. Do <laughs> we, we talk about Cable real quick? Yeah, let's talk about Cable. So this Pierce Brosnan thing that we talked about last week, it's looking like it's real. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, I, I don't really think that's unfortunate now. No, I... Honestly, like, if he gets buff... He's like an old, he's not old, but he's like weathered, experienced, mm-hmm. and I think he's ready for something big. I think he's going all in if he knows he's if he's doing Do this. Do you think this is like 
his taken where he's like all of a sudden a badass. Yes, where he's like, all right, if I'm gonna, I gotta follow up James Bond now. You know, he's gotta he's gotta beat Daniel Craig at this new character. Well, here's my problem with it. He, you say if he gets buff, you can't like you can get buff when you're older, mm-hmm. but you're not gonna be. Like, Cable's old. Yeah, but he's he's like buff, buff. He's comic he's, book buff. He, Nobody he was, can do that. Are you Hugh Jackman? I, are you kidding? You me? know, I know, but like <laughs> Pierce Brosnan seen, is significantly older. Have than you Hugh seen Jack. Ben Affleck in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. But yeah, I think he can do it. I think it, that's that's why I said if he gets buff. But see, fifty year old guys can't just suddenly get buff. He needs to have been buff for like the last thirty years. Is my I mean, point. he was definitely lean. In, he was lean, in and, James Bond. yeah, but he was not Daniel Daniel Craig. No, Daniel Craig was fucking red. I I I believe in Pierce Brosnan. But you know what? That aside, yeah. I just don't see it. Character wise, I I don't know. I want to see it. Yeah, I want it. I, I I think that if they're doing it, Ryan Reynolds needs this to not be bad. Oh, Everybody involved needs this to rock as hard as the first one. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that they would make a mistake like that. They know that Caleb, that's a huge casting Here's decision. the big problem, though. They lost 50% of what made that movie special the director? with Tim Miller. Yeah. No, so, I mean, there are, they, this, the chips are already stacked against but them. But he, he wanted something else this time. Yeah. You know? We'll see. I, I'm not going to be... Like, if, if it comes out official announcement, Pierce Brosnan is cable, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be a hater. No. I'll wait. I think I'll you'll wait and see. I, yeah. I'll wait and see. I'm not gonna. I ne- I didn't hate on Heath Ledger. I didn't hate on Affleck. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do my boy Brosnan. And you like know that. what? Sometimes because he's my James Bond. Okay. He's my James. Sometimes Bond. and then sometimes when they cast the he's guy, he's your James Bond too. Sometimes when they think they, when you think that they cast the perfect guy, you get it sucks. You get Jared Leto. Yeah. So. But then you get this surprise like Pierce Brosnan's Cable. Just imagine him with a big ass gun. And a metal a arm. metal arm. Yeah. Fucking it up. We'll see. There you go. He only has to get one arm. So he does kind of look like James Marsden. Uh, yeah. Like he could be like James Marsden. They son. look like they could be related. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We'll see. I believe. I buy it. I believe in Pierce Brosnan. All right. All right. So last piece of news. Uh, and this isn't so much news as just like. It's a quote. Yeah. Uh, but it's timely because the Oscars are coming yes. up. James Cameron says the Oscars have a bias against blockbuster films. And I have. I I have actively noticed this. Oh, absolutely. For my, basically until I was aware of movies, you know, since I was aware of movies. I think the perfect evidence was last year with Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. I genuinely think that that should have won Best Picture. I agree. Because... It won everything else. <laughs> as a film, the Oscars kind of do this thing where they take maybe the least offensive movie or the movie that has the most social commentary or social right. relevance at the time, and then they... they Signal boost that movie yeah. until it wins, but if we're talking pure uh, best picture, you got a story. It was Mad Max. You got a, you got the you got the simple story. You got good performances, and then you got incredible direction and set incredible pieces. Incredible filmmaking, and like just, in general, yeah, pure just filmmaking, real practical, amazing. Mad stuff. Max was the best film. One hundred, in my opinion. I'm with you. So he. James Cameron is obviously a filmmaker's filmmaker. He's he only does his stuff. Yeah. He he's a technical, you know, every time he does a new movie, he brings something new to filmmaking. Mm-hmm. He did the the CGI with The Abyss and Terminator 2. Um, the, the 3D with Avatar. 3D with Avatar. Revolutionized 3D filmmaking. 
so here's we'll read a little piece of this quote that he uh, that he said. Uh, there have been a few times throughout the history of the Oscars where a wildly popular film was well received, and uh, and they the Oscars didn't recognize it. Basically, mm-hmm. is what he's trying to say. A lot of people think that he's still a little butthurt about Avatar not winning Best Picture. Avatar wasn't Best Picture. Straight up. Technically, it was straight great. up did not like Avatar. No, I mean it, Avatar was a great. It experience. was a visual marvel. It was. Yeah. A, it was like. You're kind of in awe for two hours, and then yeah. you get out. It and was you realize, maybe the first time I've enjoyed a 3D movie. That's the only time I've yeah, enjoyed a 3D movie. Yeah, because otherwise it's fucking. It's. I saw no. I saw Monsters vs. Aliens, <laughs> <laughs> and I thought that was pretty good. And that was animated. <laughs> that was animated. So they. It was, so that's basically Avatar. Yeah, but Monsters vs. Aliens and Avatar basically the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> but he. I think he's relying a little bit too much on the fact that he did bring that that special thing to filmmaking, mm-hmm. but he brought the, the story he came up no, with. No, it it's Princess Mon- No, what is it? Fucking Pocahontas. Br- Pocahontas, yeah. And Dances with Wolves. Dances with Wolves. It's just like you, you're in awe for two hours yeah. and then you leave the theater and you think about what you just watched and, and you're, you're just like, like oh, oh shit, oh, I, it's Pocahontas 2. Yeah, exactly. Pocahontas 3. 3, sorry. Yeah. There was a direct-to-video Pocahontas 2. Are you sure that wasn't like Pocahontas 1.5 or something? <laughs> they do that shit. <laughs> so... I, don't, I get what he's saying because there's definitely... I definitely... Because part of our top five right now is going to elaborate that. And uh, you're going to hear some of our selections and I think it's going to blow your mind. Yeah. I, I, I get what he's saying and I agree. I don't think... Here's the real thing that I think that they have a, a bias against. It's not quote-unquote blockbuster movies because mm-hmm. dramas are blockbusters. Yeah. You know, dramas can be blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, comedies can make a ton of movie dramas yeah, can take a, make a ton of money he's I think what he's really trying to say is genre movies there's a bias yeah. horror doesn't get nominated mm-hmm. comedy rarely gets nominated action certainly hardly Never. ever gets nominated even though it's like sometimes just an amazing movie exactly so I think I think he's kind of like the quote is maybe getting misconstrued to being just movies that make a ton of money because that's definitely not the case La La Land yeah. is Killing. I think I think they're like at 150 million or yeah. just almost 200 million against For the 30 million dollar yeah, budget. Right. So I and don't that, think that's what he's really trying. No, to it, say. I don't think it's about the money. I think it's about the content. Right. Even like, well, it's about superheroes, but it's really good. But ah, it's still about superheroes. So fuck this. So uh, we want we want to move on to top. Let's segue. Top let's five. we're gonna we're gonna perfectly segue into our first top five. Roll it. Oscar snub top five. Here let's we go. let's uh, hit your number five. Blockbuster, Oscar snubs. My uh, my number five isn't so much like shocking as it is just personal. Okay. Captain America: Winter Soldier. Okay. I think it was the best picture of the year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's the best Captain America movie. I see. I do. Okay. Well, no, Civil War is, is better. I, I think. disagree. I you think, think First? I Avenger? think First Avenger. You are a sick bastard. First Avenger is the best Marvel movie. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> You're crazy. No, I'm not. This ma- the man's a menace. 
here's oh my God. we're not gonna get into this right now you. no we're not gonna get into this right that'll now. be a whole episode when uh in may when guardians comes out we'll, we'll do, talk about we'll it. do yeah, this we'll do list. top five Marvel. but don't fucking tweet that at us okay <laughs> we'll do it you know it's coming just leave us alone all right what's your number five my number five is creed oh yeah i see michael b jordan my michael b jordan uh, the amount of work he had to do, like physically, everybody around him was like, yo, this dude is like a professional boxer right now. Yeah. Straight up. Incredible. And I'm really frustrated with myself for forgetting his name, the director. Oh, Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> <laughs> he was in the first Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. He, was in he wrote t- it. It's, there we go. Yeah. No, he sold uh, his dog to make it. <laughs> <laughs> But the director, he's doing Black Panther. He did Fruitvale Station. Oh, shit. What's his name? I feel I'm so embarrassed. He directed Friday, too, didn't he? No, he didn't direct Friday. Is that is that true? <laughs> no. The guy that directed Straight Outta Compton directed Friday. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Fruitvale Station was his first movie. Creed was his second movie. Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler. Sorry. I don't know if you remember this. The first fight scene the first boxing match one one shot extended take one shot weaving Beautiful. in and out of the punches incredible how he was not you know shout out to that that cam op yes straight up straight like, up people don't think about that mm-hmm. and like the the beginning of la la land the, those that whoever that camera operator was we'll get there yeah oh but I think Ryan Coogler got snubbed. I think they got snubbed for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. I think they got Michael snubbed. Michael Jordan definitely got snubbed. For I think they got, yeah, for Best Actor. I think uh, Ryan Coogler also got snubbed for Best Original Screenplay. Because I'm with you. to make a sequel... And a reboot that and a rocks reboot. that hard. Exactly. It's, it's like borderline impossible. Yeah. I think Force Awakens did it. Yeah, oh well, yeah. And that's about it. That's about it. All right, number four. Back to the Future. Really? Yeah. Did it get nominated for technical awards? Did you look it technical up? Technical awards, and it won uh, like some sound shit. That's pretty much the only awards these, these movies make. Dude, Back yeah. to the Future. Back to the Future. What did you look up? Uh, what movies were nominated that that year? In in eighty five, no, no, because I was think. just so mad. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit what won. Yeah, we can't think of it. It wasn't better. You know, than what, Back you to know what really sucked? Because I had this problem when I was making my list. What's is that? a lot of the movies I, I would. I would pick a movie and then I would see what what it was nominated right. against or what it could. And you'll been be like, against. uh... I that and then also the cultural significance of the movie that you pick. Right. You don't really see until like a decade later. It's true. You know what I mean. It's true. So that was the kind of thing I was going up against. All right. What's your What's your number four? This was really hard. I I have like <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, yeah. honorable mentions. Probably. Yeah, I got one. I got one. that. I already said. I got five. <laughs> Because this list was hard for me. It's tough. Mine, uh, The Last Samurai. Wow. (laughs) Do you not like that movie? It's fine. (laughs) Do you know know a movie I had on here before? What? Pop Star, Never Stop, Never Stopping. You need... Dude. I would go out of my pocket to cover your (laughs) copay for a psychiatrist. (laughs) Have you seen it? Did you watch it? Pop star? No, I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I'm a big fan of The Lonely Island. You need to fucking watch it. We'll watch it after this. Okay, maybe not nominated for Best Picture. I fully could sure. see that that's, that's stupid. That's absurd. But you laughed at me for... <laughs> what did you laugh at me for? The Saw. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Saw should have been on. Dude, that, there's no comparison. Popstar is a way better movie than Saw. You shut your mouth. Popstar should have been nominated <laughs> at least for some best original song. You, you need to watch I it. Guess I guess it's hilarious. See it. I haven't seen it. All right. Number Last three. Samurai, so number three. The Dark Knight. Yeah, that's my number three also. Hey! And number... Should have been... It was the best picture of the year. The Dark Knight. I don't know if it was the best picture of the year. It was the best picture was it of the year? I think it was the same year that Social Network was... Let's see. Are you kidding me? Dark Knight is a way better movie. I don't than know, man. Network. I love Social Network. No, Slumdog Millionaire. That one, but I think that Social one. Network was also nominated. Yeah. And I think so. Who cares? I, I think Social Network's better than both of those movies. <laughs> Dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Dark Knight. Dark Knight's Slum- great. Who remember? I don't remember Slumdog Millionaire. I, I don't really either. See? It's good. It's Social Network. Are you gonna watch? If I'm like, yo, there's two movies on demand right now: Social Network and Dark Knight. What are you gonna watch? All right. I can probably answer you that. I can probably bring up the stats on that okay. because I own both those movies on Amazon. And you watch? Social I watch Network? Social Network more probably. You're crazy. Social Network is good. This guy's insane. <laughs> but The Dark Knight yeah. is the movie that made uh, the Academy uh, extend to 10 yeah. nominations. That's true. So, I mean, obviously for historical uh, and it's the only it's the only superhero win. Character yeah. win That's for a true. best supporting actor. Heath Ledger to the and a lot of late people, great. A lot of people Ledger. are citing Deadpool. Like Deadpool got snubbed. Come on. I definitely no. think that those people are smoking That's fucking so drugs. Stupid. It's a great movie, but it's come on. It's are you gonna put Deadpool next to The Dark Knight? No. Are you gonna it's put Ryan and right people are like Ryan Reynolds for best actor? Like, like what? he was being his goddamn. He self. was Ryan Reynolds yeah, exactly. <laughs> so come on. I don't know. We're not nominating uh, ninety-minute episodes of Family Guy. No, here. we're not so, exactly. Do you want to do your number two? My number two, The Matrix. Fantastic, great pick. The Matrix. Great yeah. pick. It, it. I think it won like three or four technical awards, yeah. like visual effects. Visual effects. But if, and that team, that visual effects team, got like no money. Yeah. So Keanu paid him, paid him out oh, of pocket really? for, for two and three. I he did not that. take a salary for two and three. He paid the, the effects team. I did not know that. I don't know if it was all of, all of his salary, but it was like the effects team was being shorted again, so he fucking paid him personally. That rocks. So Dude, cool. I love Keanu Reeves. He is. You guys, I just We wanna, could talk about Keanu. I just want to say real quick, John Wick 2 is coming out in seven, seven days. days. Seven so, days. So. I don't know if we mentioned that. I just wanted to say that because. <laughs> also, one, thi- one other thing. I'm a big fan of Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions. I, I think I have to actually you need to, leave. You need to rewatch these movies. <laughs> this guy. You need to, me and uh, Derek, the drummer of one of, our, uh, one of my bands, he and I have had some real long philosophical talks about Matrix, uh, the Matrix sequels. They're better than people remember. Um, Maybe they're worse. I don't know, but um, I like them. <laughs> What's this guy's deal? <laughs> it's okay if we're ruining the podcast. And possibly. possibly. <laughs> All right, number two for me, Interstellar. Okay. Should have been Best Picture nominee. I agree. I think... No ifs, ands, or buts. I think the movie suffered for uh, the, the Dr. Man twist. Mm-hmm. I think that movie kind of goes off the rails there. But Yeah, but it, it's like a... No, I agree. No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that it goes off the rails in, in an unexpected, cool way that like enhances the development. I Here's think. the thing, though. I think 
Christopher Nolan was too afraid of making a straight drama and needed to throw in an action set piece. With that said, that action set piece, that... Uh, you think it detracts from the movie? I do. I think, I think it makes you stop thinking for a second. Hmm. And then there's that scene that... With that said... But it looks so great. It looks great, but then when, when they're doing that rotating yeah. thing to, to connect back to the ship, that's right. great. Like, that's beautiful. Shit's sick. The music is perfect. Dude, the score is yeah. insane. I just think that that particular, like, 15 minutes of the movie, if they had done something quieter, would have been more effective. Was Gravity the same year? I think Gravity was... No. Was it the year after? I think it was the year before. Really? Gravity yeah. was nominated for literally everything. everything. And Interstellar crushed, smoked Gravity. Yeah. Well, I think smoked. I think Gravity was more of a technical achievement. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it was, beautiful. Yeah. I watched that movie on a plane, and it was yeah. like maybe the worst little, place possible to watch. A little too heavy-handed on the, on the ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, no, I agree with Interstellar. I think that's... It should have been. It should have been at least been nominated mm-hmm. for Best Picture. It's top it tier on, on the list of Nolan movies, Absolutely. I think, for sure. And of a list of only great movies. Mm-hmm. What's your number one? My number one is Heat. Badass. Starring De Niro and Pacino. Badass. That's been a long-time favorite of mine. Uh, I watched it probably when I was a little too young to be watching that movie. But What year did he come out? Do you know? Heat 95. Wow. And that was, so it was going up against Braveheart. I'm just, I can't remember the list. Oh. Braveheart won that year. Well, yeah. Of course it did. Heat's a better movie. I don't agree. <laughs> Listen, but, but here's the thing. you're a Gibson head, dude. How can you say that? Oh, I still love Braveheart. Yeah. Heat's a better movie. Oh, I don't agree. It's the story. I gotta look something up here. Heat is... Here's the thing about Heat. Mm-hmm. It's... Without Heat, you don't get The Dark Knight. That's true. Heat is... Heat is a fucking Dark Knight without Batman. Where Seven was Batman Begins without Batman. Heat right. is The Dark Knight without Batman. And... I think it's just a really intricate, intricately woven story. It's like perfect storytelling, perfect filmmaking. One of the things, and so I just moved to LA like two months ago. You did? Yeah. <laughs> so I you moved, live here? So I just moved to LA two months ago, driving through downtown. Yeah. The first thing I thought of was the shootout and heat. Sure. And that's kind of like how my mind thinks driving around You're this like, town. Oh, whoa. Yeah, like oh, shoot out from heat. <laughs> that's that's it. That's this. That's this. Uh, yeah. No, I mean and I'm the same way. He is like one of my all time favorite movies, and I, it I got agree. it got nominated for literally nothing. Wow. Yeah. That's fucked up. I agree. All What's right. Your number one. My number one. The Empire Strikes Back. Oh. Most people say Star Wars. Star Wars got nominated for everything. Did it, not, did it not nominate for Best Picture? I believe it did. I'm pretty sure it did. Uh, if it didn't, it got nominated for everything else you might aside be right. from acting categories. You might be right. Dude, Star Wars like cleaned house with nominations. Why does Empire Strikes Back, the better movie, get basically nothing? I wonder, was it... Uh, Reviewers at the time thought it was too dark. Yeah, I think it's one of those... It was like, this is a drag. This wasn't as fun as the first one. Bef- while I was making this list, I was... Also looking at what other people thought were snubs, mm-hmm. just to see if maybe I'm like thinking the right things. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> I think Empire suffers from the same thing that Shine the Shining did, where it Dude, was critics hate. It was the not Shining. immediately as well received as it's. How remembered. insane is that? Yeah. Critic nobody liked the Shining. Yeah. So if people said the Empire Strikes Back was too dark at the time, but 35 years later, 
we remember it as the Even best when one. Return of the Jedi comes out, you're like, oh, that's why it was so dark. Yeah. Because this was coming. Mm-hmm. But, dude, what the fuck? I was going to put Shining on my list, but it wasn't a blockbuster. No, what? Nobody liked it. Yeah. it would, why would it be nominated? Exactly. Nobody fucking liked it. Yeah. People were like, this that's, is awful. That's the other Stephen thing. Stephen King hates it. Yeah, exactly. Did, have you seen the his version? Uh-uh. I think it was like the late 90s. Uh, he wrote the screenplay for Shining that was uh-huh. made for TV. And it was actually really good. Really? Yeah. It was good. Not It he, was not Kubrick he, good. He but legit good. hates it. He said it. He's like, that's not the story that I wrote. Yeah. So, But it's an amazing movie. It is. It's one of my all-time one favorite movies. One of the best. Movies. All right. Good list? Good, yeah. That was good shit. I was, I was fucking torqued up. Yeah. Just right. <laughs> what are your, what are your honorable, honorable mentions? Honorable mention for... Okay. This is going to sound crazy. Hear me out. Okay. I think if Friday came out in 2017, it would be nominated for Best Picture. Maybe. A, to- a straight-up, timeless, uh, infinitely rewatchable... Was it a hit? ...classic movie. Dude, people liked it. Was it a monetary hit? Was it a blockbuster? I don't know. That's. I mean, that's the thing. Is I, don't, yeah. I don't know that it's a, block- a blockbuster. I had to but, look a couple up just but, to make sure. But, dude... I feel like if that same movie came out mm-hmm. in 2017, it would be nominated and be deserving to be nominated for Best Picture. I agree. I think it's one of the best comedies ever. It, it, ever. Yeah. Period. So I've got a kind of a long list of honorable mentions. Right. I'll just go through them quickly. Let's do it. Skyfall. Terrific. Basically The Dark Knight about James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Prestige. We talked about how Terrific. I love this movie. yeah. This was not a hit, and I think this contributed to it not getting nominated. Nice guys. Dude. At least... I could talk about this movie all day. At least a best uh, original screenplay. At least that. Ryan Gosling got nominated for La La Land. Should have got nominated for this. Hands down, top top five of the year last year. Yeah. Wonderful movie. I want it to be a franchise so bad. An 80s nice guy movie? Dude. Yeah. If you have not seen The Nice Guys because you just overlooked it like 90% of the world, stop stop listening to it. It lost money. I know. It lost yeah. a ton of money. And it's crazy that a lot of people in the industry were so shocked that it was like actually so good mm-hmm. because I guess the rewrite process was like a nightmare. Really? And yeah, and the movie was just like – it was like not, basically not going to happen yeah. until it happened. And, and as it, they started, it was like, oh, my God, this is like magic. That's great. Their chemistry. Yeah. The, it's like an old – it felt like an old Hollywood, like, couple. To me, that's like just a perfect It's like movie. Butch Cassidy and the it's, Sun it's like That's like the most fun yeah. I could possibly have. I just rewatched it the other day, actually. I did, that, I did that recently, too. Yeah. Dude, the toilet scene. Yeah. <laughs> the physical comedy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's that. Just see that movie. I'm going to reference that movie again when we talk about our rom-com okay, list. please. So, Which uh, is next. We're doing, next up, as it correlates to our particular movie, we're doing top five romantic comedies of all time. We didn't really want to do musicals because... There's not that many. There's not that many that... And I, we just don't really think you guys care about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So we're just going to do some cool romantic comedies. You want to start this one off? All right. Number five, Love Actually. That's on my list. Is it? Yeah. I got a funny little quick story about this. Please hit me. Uh, I was in like high school, Mm -hmm. maybe 10th grade or 9th grade when this came out on DVD. Bought it. Loved the movie. Incredible movie. So me and my dad were playing darts or something like that (laughs) in my my bedroom, just like shooting the shit. Mm -hmm. 
And he like looks over at my stack of DVDs and he goes, what's that? Yes. And I love actually. He's Did like, you watch it with your dad? No. Oh. <laughs> he basically called me a pussy for having it. <laughs> Has he seen it? I, I'm sure he hasn't. No. Well, see, he needs to, <laughs> he needs to correct that. Yeah. There, uh, what a great movie. Great movie. Huge, a huge, massive endeavor. That just really pays off. You got a young Keira Knightley. You got a young Andrew Lincoln from The Walking Dead. Kind of young Colin Firth. <laughs> <laughs> and then you got uh, Chiwetela Ejiofor. Yeah, dude, he blew up. Yeah. He was like nothing in that no, movie. And then dude, now he's huge. What a fucking... And then that, that like composition at the end when everything's going down. I'll start crying right now. Not to get overly political or... Whatever on this show, it's not really what it's going to be about. Yeah. That movie's message: it opens at the airport, closes at the airport. Mm-hmm. They talk about nine eleven, yeah, and how uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> message, messages of hate. Yeah, exactly. Know, messages of love. <laughs> so it's just I'm not I'm not gonna too into it because I'm gonna start crying in a second. <laughs> but we need a little bit more love in the world. A little love, less hate. Just what's your number five? <laughs> My number, my number five is crazy, stupid love. It's my number four. Yeah, And that's dude. why I was going to talk about the nice guys. I again. love it. Man. How much pain and suffering you caused, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I don't know what, 2013, 2014? 11. 2011. I watched it in Germany. I watched, I got the, the Blu-ray, mm-hmm. watched it maybe a hundred times. It's... Every night for a hundred days straight. David Linhagen. David... David Do you Lin- know how much pain and suffering <laughs> you caused my friend? <laughs> Takes his ring Takes off. Takes the ring off. David Linghagen. <laughs> That's a great movie. And Hagen. Was, I, Hagen. Think, I think that was the first, What up? my point to the nice guys was the first example of Ryan Gosling just being really fucking funny. Yeah. Like, great timing. Just they gave him a shot. Yeah. I'm so glad that he, like, wanted to do that. Yeah. And it also... Is the first time we see the incredible chemistry yep. between Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone and the wonderful Emma Stone. Yeah, we are gonna bang. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I kind of want to put this on my list. Steve Carell for the best actor. Oh my god, absolutely! He's wonderful in that movie. He's perfect. Yeah, just a disheveled, sad. Yeah, f- like lost his way, lost everything. Yeah, he, but he he was just complacent. In his misery, when he when he says when uh, when she asks about watering the lawn or something like that or needing help with something, mm-hmm. and he gets into the moving truck and just says, "You can go ask David Lennon." Yeah. <laughs> Dude, as soon as as soon as he like jumps out of the car in the beginning, oh, it was like, yeah. "All right, I'm watching something amazing." Yeah, it's great Steve movie. Carell is probably my favorite actor. He's probably maybe my favorite person in the mm-hmm. whole world. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm a me and Alec are office heads. Massive, massive, massive office heads. I was number one in qu- office quiz up in the world for a bit. <laughs> in the world. And I, I challenged him, and he. I'll smoke anybody. Yeah, he, he will. I challenge any one of you motherfuckers right now <laughs> to try to take me down. Smoke you yeah, off. Catch him on quiz up. How about that? <laughs> All right, so Steve Carell, yeah. So what's your number four? Let me do my number four. That was my number four, so. That's a good one. Groundhog Day. Ah, yesterday. Yeah. Or was it yesterday? Uh, I think it was yesterday. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I made my list like a week ago, (laughs) and then here we are. You think of that as a rom-com? I guess it is. I guess it is. And uh, in the quest to wake up the next day, 
he is one bettering himself mm-hmm. and two falling, falling in love, love with Andy McDowell. I have another one. I have one on here that's kind of really it's like really not, every comedy is a rom com because yeah, there's always there's some, some, some kind of romantic. Yeah, way. Wayne's World's a rom com. <laughs> Cassandra. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a just good movie. Like classic comedy for mm-hmm. one, and then just a beautiful story about you know coming to terms with you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And doing what you can to fix it. And learn to play the piano. <laughs> and killing a groundhog a few times. Yeah, He rough. definitely killed him. <laughs> <laughs> like, several times. Drove him off a cliff. Okay. What's your number three? My number three? Another Steve Carell film. Fort Hill Virgin. Oh. I didn't put that on here. But I definitely thought about uh-huh. it. That was... That, to me, like, after Old School and Anchorman, is the true beginning of, Of like, the Apatow... Yeah. Perfect movie. Mm-hmm. One it's, of the most rewatchable things in the world. It's it's incredibly rewatchable. It takes a premise that is inherently kind of mean-spirited mm-hmm. and and makes it like it's sweet. It's very sweet. Yeah. He's they so take, he, yeah. he finds somebody who accepts him. All of his friends are assholes that just want him to and then by the end, they're dick. like, fuck, you're like the best guy in the world. Exactly. Don't he's be the anything best, like us. He's the best of all yeah. of them. And super sweet movies, endlessly quotable, <laughs> yeah. super fucking funny. I say something from 4 year version every single day. I do too. Mostly the French toast line. <laughs> I say the French toast where line? He's, where Leslie Mann says, Oh, fucking French, French toast. toast. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. I say that one a lot. But, uh, yeah. One of my, I think that's one of my favorite movies. I snuck in to see that. You did? Yeah. I, I think s- I went with my brother or dad. I, I think, think I bought a ticket to, like, Dodgeball. Oh, shit. And saw it. Totally. I don't remember. So, like, Big Fat Liar or something? And big Fat Dude, we need to do an episode on Big Fat Liar. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> BFL. Uh, uh, am I doing number three now? Uh, yeah. My number three. Silver Linings Playbook. <laughs> not a fan of this movie. For real? Yeah. You're fucked up, dude. Legit, not a fan. Like, straight I, up? I, I like everything but their romance. Really? Yeah. I think the ending is very sweet. Oh, the dance? Yeah, that's, that's really cool. His I, ex-wife being there and he's like, I don't, give, I don't even care. I fell in love with this girl. I like De Niro the best. De Niro killed movie. it. Yeah. like. But I love this movie. Maybe I just... This is another thing that I, I could pretty much watch at any time. Yeah. I, maybe, I think I feel the way about uh, Silver Lines Playbook that you do about the social network. <laughs> Which... What does, I think a lot, what does that say about the both Dude, of us? I don't know if we should do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, please back me up here, listeners. Silver Lines Playbook fucking rocks. Very recognized at the Oscars. I don't know oh, if that was. means anything now because we've been shitting on the Oscars for like 45 minutes. But very, very, very recognized. So. It was. I think maybe maybe that's what turned me off. Not Not turned me off, but like I saw it. It didn't really. Did you see it after hearing no, that it? I saw it was first. Numb? See, I saw it before everything, and I was like, "This was amazing." I think I, I like, I liked it. I didn't hate it, and oh, then it got nominated. and I'm like, "It's not that fucking good." Oh man, I loved it. Well, and then my number two is Love Actually, which we already talked okay. about. So you just you get it. my number two. Probably didn't think about this one. Coming to America. Wow, does that count? It counts. Because then that's everyone's number one. It counts because. The whole premise of the fucking movie is for finding, him to find a, a wife. Finding his queen. Yeah. She's your queen. Yeah. I think that... <laughs> Look at the frequency. 
the the reason it's not number two, number one for me is because I have like I have like a lot of good memories associated with my number one. Okay. But Did you have a hard time coming to terms that it was kind of a romantic comedy at the same time? No. Or else, because because I just coming, listen. That's not fair. Because if coming to America is number one, it's then it's number one. I justify it though because, or if it's even, if it's a romantic comedy, then it's it is a romantic one. comedy. Then it's number one on everyone's list in the world because it's the best, probably the best comedy ever made. Well, that's why it's number two. If it, right. if I didn't like the first one yeah. so much, then it I've would been be talking one. about like rewatchability a lot. That is the exactly. most rewatchable movie it's, ever made. If we're just if we take the the rom out of the rom com, it's, it's still, the number one comedy. Yes, yeah, it's still like the funniest piece of anything. Absolutely, ever. yes, Samuel Jackson. Like was think, he in anything I think that before is that? His literal first movie. Who the fuck is this asshole? Like <laughs> that's that. Okay, so I Eddie Murphy. I have the softest of soft spots for. Not only did he make things that just completely shaped my humor and like the way I see the world, and the, Daddy way daycare. I, the way I see Daddy Daycare, both great movies. <laughs> what Day Camp? No, no, okay, no. I was gonna uh, say, uh, but. Eddie Murphy Delirious was the first time I ever saw my dad laugh. Okay. And that is like a very special... Have you watched his uh, comedy specials recently? He has comedy specials? No, like... Oh, del- yeah, they're insane. Delir- dude, the... <laughs> the AIDS and, and... I don't want faggots looking at yeah, my ass. Yeah, dude, there is... He uh... tried to pull them. He tried to have them removed from everywhere. Oh, and did he, he really? Like, he was like, all right, this is just too hard. I didn't know that. Because I don't... I mean... Some of, the, some of that stuff is funny, but man, it's hard to watch in it's 2017. Tough. Yeah. It's brutal, but that it's, was, it's very not cool. But he really oh, he is he was the Kevin Hart of the day. He is completely aware of it and like very like embarrassed. Yeah. Yes, he 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 knows it's not cool. Yeah, and that like that's good. When when Delirious got like a VHS release in the nineties, he tried to have it pulled. really. So yeah. even as far back yep. as then, he was he knew he was conscious yeah. of it. Well, I respect that a yeah. lot. He's he's incredible. He's but yeah, that, that was the first time in my life. Like I'd seen my dad like <laughs> chuckle. But it was the first time as a child I could look over at my dad, like, busting up. And that is, like, one of my absolute fondest memories. Like, like I was like, oh, my God. Like, my dad is laughing. This is amazing. Like, one of the best moments of my entire life, I think. Mm. Just watching my dad laugh. That rocks. Yeah. What's your number one? What's oh, wait, should I do? Yeah, you do your number one. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Really? Yeah. You just said that the four-year-old version was the best out of that era that of Avatar. Uh, that, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Forgetting Sam Marshall. Okay, that's great. Number one. Great movie. I watched it, so I watched it by myself in theater. I watched it by myself in theater, and too, I was, and I didn't really laugh. You didn't? Dude, and I saw it again, and I was like, what was I thinking? You know, I was the opposite. I you were was dying? hysterically laughing in the theater, <laughs> which you, it's hard to do because you kind of like when you see a comedy, it's fun to bounce yeah. off the person next to you. That's part of the experience. It's part of the experience. But that movie in particular, I was you were just dying, it? dude. One of the best movies. It's of, very, the, of the decade. Very funny. <laughs> it's beyond very funny. It's yeah. it's got it all. Mm-hmm. It's got the laughs. It's got the heart. It's got the heart. It's got the. It's got the tears. It's got the excessive It's nudity. got the damn it. Why would you do that? You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's got Jason Segel's dick. A lot. It's got it all. It's got a big ass dick. It was cool. <laughs> it was. Ah, I just. I love it. It's That's another movie. thing where it's just very fond. It's a movie. sweet movie. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. And and what's cool is it's it's uh, emotions that everyone has felt before. Exactly. Yeah. And decisions that, I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's just so good. 
Yeah. Dracula musical. <laughs> like that, I want that to happen for real. Well, he did the Muppets. He movie. did the Muppets yeah. because of that. Yeah, because of that, yeah. And what an amazing movie. It was great. Second one, not so great. I, he didn't have anything to do with No, it was not that good, though. It, it, that was like them trying to just fucking take advantage of yeah. how sick the, the first one was. My number one. My number one? My number one is Pretty Woman. Colin is walking away. He's walking out the door. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's doing that thing where uh, Harry and Marv are pretending to run down the stairs so that Kevin drops yeah. the paint can down. <laughs> oh! <laughs> right in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Pretty Woman, my number one. Uh, God, you're out of your mind. So, that's like... I watched this movie once again, way too young to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know what the hell I was watching. Mm. I really like the soundtrack. Mm. It opens with uh, the Iggy Pop cover of uh, Wild One. Mm. Uh, Wild One by Flo Rida. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wild One by Flo Rida. I just, I don't know. It's a... It's a princess movie. It's fucking <laughs> whack for me to like it. I get it. No, I mean I get it. It's like that's it's that's, a pure romantic that is, comedy. That is like when you when you look at the history books of like what is a romantic comedy? Yeah. It'll be like well if you watch Pretty Woman that'll yeah. pretty much sum it up. It's a I get it. It's a classic that's horror like, but to that's, riches yeah. <laughs> story that's that every like four year old should be like, watching. Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, what's a prostitute? <laughs> Daddy, what's a hooker? Dude, I didn't... There's scenes in there that I watch now, because I watched it, like, pretty recently. Mm -hmm. She's got, like, I got red, I got green, I got gold. And she's holding condoms, and I had no fucking idea. I thought they were candy, probably. Wow. Like, what was I... Yeah, you don't know the concept... You don't know the concept of... You don't know the contraception. Yeah, I probably hadn't even had a boner yet. I don't... I want to know what my parents were thinking. Did they just show that to you? (sighs) I feel like I probably watched it peripherally. Maybe they were like, he twice. doesn't fucking know what's going on. Who cares? Yeah, no, I love that movie. And you loved so. it at age four? Do they let me watch? not really care? They, no, I liked it a lot. Wow. They, they let me watch that, Silence of the Lambs, yeah, that, too. That's the thing. That's what really helped was my dad saying, like, hey, I'm going to show you this shit. Yeah. Just don't quote it, which I did. I definitely incessantly. did. I definitely got caught dropping some F-bombs. Uh, in second grade, uh, the teacher was... Gathered everybody, gave us our books, asked us to open our books to page 69. <laughs> and what did young Colin say? <laughs> 69! <laughs> and she looked at me like I was the actual Antichrist. And I'll never forget the second grade. And I like vividly remember her face just like horrified. Thanks, Billy Madison. <laughs> well, long story short, yeah. love Pretty Woman. Pretty, this guy loves Pretty Woman. All right, now let's move on to the reason why we did romantic comedies. We're right. going gonna to talk about a particular movie. What's the movie? La La Land. Roll it. Talking about a particular movie. So, Colin. <laughs> I've, I, seen, I've seen La La Land now several three times. times. I just saw it for the first time with you the other day. And man, that rocks. Yeah. What a great movie. Mm-hmm. The okay, so earlier I brought up speed. Yeah. Oh, I think I know where this is going. The freeway, the freeway. is the same one. Is that the from the opening scene? 
where they drove the bus off. Off the off uh, the ramp. Okay. That Is that was, the 105? That was done with CGI, yeah. That's the, the 110 10 to the 105. Yeah. It's like it's an express ramp. Mm-hmm. So it's like it was easy to close. Yeah, because you need a special You need the fast track fast to do track it, but card, even yeah. then they can still be like, hey, well, you can just close this for yeah. you. We'll be fine. I read that it was like 105 degrees when they were doing that. The director was under a car, so he was not in sight. Holy shit. Yeah. Under yeah, a car with a megaphone. Because if you haven't seen this, ladies and gentlemen, the opening scene, which is a fucking masterpiece, this is unbelievable one shot. One fucking shot. This massive musical number that, like, it's like a it's like a three sixty mm-hmm. circle around this these two freeway or four freeway lanes that are completely stopped. Like my everyday. <laughs> yeah, straight up. <laughs> and, and it's like it, it's so cool. Uh, fuck, man. It's. What a way to open a, a Dude, movie. Dude, it's it like, was, I was I was like I'm in. I so when we went and saw the movie, remember how they said that there was interviews after? Yeah. Well, uh, Shane and I stayed mm-hmm. to watch the interviews last time, well, the first time we saw it, mm-hmm. and he almost cut that sequence. No. Yeah. What a fucking idiot! I know. Thank were, God he did. They were trying to like for time constraints. I think they have an extra song. That they could have wedged somewhere in the movie, dude. Wh- they were that was to- that was. I was like, I am sold. Yeah, they almost cut the, the opening sequence. That is crazy. Dude. Yeah, wow, wild. That sets the whole tone. It does. That that is. If it didn't have that, I wouldn't consider it a musical. No, because there's Fair so because there's so many songs. I and mean, we talked about this. There's so many songs of like a band playing. Yeah, the the other music. There's like two or three other like pure mm-hmm. musical mm-hmm. acts. Yeah. Which is why I this is that's the other reason I didn't want to do a top five musicals because, uh, so this movie there's there's a lot about jazz in this movie, mm-hmm. and Ryan Gosling's character is really concerned that jazz is like a dying genre. Mm-hmm. I I felt like that was a very meta metaphor a meta for for musicals themselves. Sure, where they're saying and John Legend's character is saying you have to modernize this so people get it. Yeah, so I think that this is. This is the, that that jazz band in the movie is is the movie, is the movie itself. Like uh-huh. it's a modern musical. <clears throat> They're not breaking into song every fifteen minutes. But the, but they still minutes. they still have the components that make yes, it exactly. Yeah. It's got the the fantasy aspects and just just the dude that like that scene end. in Griffith Park. Oh, in the observatory. So that was they 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 were really in there. For yeah, that, except for the uh, planetarium, which they rebuilt. Oh, that's not the real planetarium. No, they 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 used the planetarium's projector, mm-hmm. but built their own. Oh, interesting space, which is cool. But the part where they're dancing, that was definitely yeah. In the, yeah. In, the in the observatory itself, yeah, that was that was just definitely just dancing it. around, which was so cool. I, <laughs> it's funny. So, like I said, I just recently moved to Los Angeles. You did? I did. <laughs> uh, the first movie I saw here was La La. Oh, dude, that's so cool. And. It was like fuck. I'm here. I borderline. I'm will. I will probably start crying in a second. But right. loving here. loving movies my whole life. Yeah. Seeing La La Land, which is basically not only a love letter to Los Angeles, a love letter to musicals. It's a love letter to the art of film itself. Mm-hmm. Like it's just and the passion behind it. Because yeah, because it's it's referential, like the way Tarantino movies are, where they reference. Like, just constantly. It's like homage there's to homage there's to homage. something, something, something. This movie, um, it it represents kind of what I think of when I think of Los Angeles. 
like moving here, like every time I drive down the 134 mm. or something like that, and I see like just the sprawling city or whatever, yeah. and it's like, damn, I'm here. And then I, and then, and then I, like a couple days after that, uh, Shannon and I went to Girth Park, and I went up to the observatory. And the first thing I thought of was, you for sure can't drive your car up there. No, you cannot. <laughs> for There's sure can't do that. There's a lot of things that, I, this is like what I talked to you immediately. Yeah. There's a lot of things in that movie where I was like, that's not real. Like yeah. John Legend's band, the brand new band having a fucking imprint on Universal. Yeah. We know too much. <laughs> we know too much about the him, industry. Him, uh, him sneaking onto the, the Warner, Warner Brothers, Brothers lot. lot. Yeah, fucking, you get shot <laughs> doing that. Straight up. Yeah. Shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, no exaggeration. <laughs> well, Pee Wee Herman did it, so. Yeah, but that's different. Because look at him. He's Pee Wee Herman. He's Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. So, uh, what was your favorite song from the movie? Or maybe your favorite sequence? Um, I loved her final audition. Yes, that's nominated for one of two nominations. That was a live performance. Yes. And I could tell mm-hmm. watching it. The all the little that, imperfections. All the little imperfections, the emotion there, she had complete control mm-hmm. of what was happening rather than following a soundtrack or a musical script. Mm-hmm. And dude, what that's that did it. It was that like was, I was like it was like, all right, here's your Oscar. Yeah. It's you uh, killed it. It's akin to and actually I think the songs are very similar. Uh, I dreamed a dream. I was just thinking that, yeah. And very similar songs. Not only Dude, that's same note. I legit fucking circle. I I cried in that movie for sure. Uh, but content wise, lyric lyrically, very mm-hmm. similar about dreaming. The song itself is very similar, and the way they used it in yeah. the film is very similar. That was I think that was my second favorite song in the movie, but my favorite song I haven't listened to it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the duet between Ryan City of and Stars? Yes. Or is it that City one or the one? City of Stars. Okay. Yeah. Not the one where they're dancing. No, no, no. The the one where they're singing. Together. Okay. He's sitting at the piano. That the one beautiful, where they're dancing. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Is my favorite sequence. I think. Which? How's that one go? Is that? No, that's that's the opening. That's number, opening right? number. That's yeah. a fucking. That's hit. a hit. Dude, I, I I catch myself humming that. I was all the time. I was whistling at work all day today. I was like, fuck. I hope they don't ask. The uh, sequence that I like. It's the song when I wrote it down. Um, lovely night. Which it's when they're walking, they're looking for her car. Oh, that's the tap dancing. Night. Yeah, one take. So, so, no, that's that, that is a because you know how they they splice together a bunch of takes to make it yeah, look like yeah. one take. They shot that golden hour two over two days. It, that was like the twentieth take. Yeah, though. well, they the, had thirty minutes a day to do. They it. did it. They did it eight times. Wow. And when thirty they, minutes a day to do it. Yeah, when they got it right. The whole, the whole, the whole uh, crew just like went up in applause because wow. it was perfect. Yeah, that show was incredible. Yeah, and that's like a confirmed single take, not that's, not a splice that's take. That's crazy. So, and that's, it's very impressive. Like if you look at the dancing, the way like the way the cameras mm-hmm. are moving and following them, it's just so perfectly done. As as a piece of art, I mean, okay, I would say that Moonlight is maybe a more deserving story mm-hmm. to win Best Picture. But for the category of best, like motion picture, like as a like pieces of art, mm-hmm. La La Land is incomparable. Right. It's yeah. It's a it's a it's like a visual. Would and you? 
directorial marvel. Would you be okay with uh, Damien Chazelle getting the director's statue, but and Moonlight, Moonlight winning? One hundred percent. I think that's kind of what I want. Yeah. Moonlight really fucked me up. Yeah. I'm still thinking about it. It's been like eighteen hours since I saw it, mm-hmm. and I'm still thinking about it. certain scenes and like, like they're they're in the beginning. I I was crying within like eight minutes just because of this one interaction between uh, young. Young Sharon and Marshall Ali mm-hmm. fucked me up, but uh, yeah, we're not. We're talking about La La Land. We'll talk. I'll, I'll talk about Moonlight. Hit me up online to talk about Moonlight because I'm dying to talk about it. Uh, one one more thing before we wrap this up, sure. I'm sure. Then we gotta wrap it up. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. You want us to wrap it up? I wanna. I wanna just this little tidbit of info that sure. really makes you think about where this movie could have gone mm-hmm. in a bad way. Hmm. Originally cast, so oh my god! <laughs> oh, I also had no idea Damien Chazelle directed Did Whiplash. Whiplash. Yeah, Whiplash fucked yeah, me up. Wonderful too. movie, unbelievable. So as a drummer, mm-hmm. yeah. it felt really good to be represented. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Damien, Chazelle, Damien Chazelle is a drummer. What a cool guy! So originally, oh. first offered the role to Miles Teller. Who is Dang. a great actor, but I heard he's a trip. He's a douche of shit. Yeah, and and I think his douchiness comes through in his performances. Honestly, yeah. uh, thank God he was not oh in this God. movie. Like, because he dropped him. He was yeah. like, "No, I'm not doing that." We're, I, I bet he wanted Gosling the whole time. Gosling had to have been his dream cast for that role. He had to have been. And then Emma Watson. Yeah, I, that one I'm less... That's fine, but I heard she was being a real diva. Oh, really? Like, she wanted all rehearsals in London for uh, this movie about the magic of uh, Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Shut the fuck yeah. up, Hermione. So, Miles Teller, Emma Watson. Not... Interesting me, combo. Yeah, not, like, not even interesting. But, <laughs> but, dude, the the chemistry and just the, the beauty of Gosling and Emma Stone. They're a modern-day... Hollywood pair. Yeah. Like, they're obviously not, you know... Ryan Reynolds is is walking around... Like Gene Kelly and whatever actress... I think, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, obviously Ryan Reynolds and Emma Emma Stone aren't aren't together in real life. Which is a shame. Well, he's got Eva Mendes, so... Yeah, whatever. That's pretty dope. But, uh, they... They exude the kind of chemistry that... That is... I can't think of another... Another on-screen couple that over Meg, the Meg cor- Ryan and Tom Hanks. Over, yeah, maybe that's that's a good one. Mm-hmm. They only did two movies. Yeah, that's enough yeah. for me. <laughs> what about uh, Ben Affleck, J Lo? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. A- <laughs> yeah that worked out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's one of the, that got shattered by reality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder if that that was a chemistry experience that that blew up. <laughs> did they break up after that movie? Did that is that the movie that maybe broke it broke them up? Yeah, yeah they they what watched are we it. Doing? They watched it and are like, God, we, we are not good together. Yeah. But, oh yeah, uh, shit. Oh fuck, man. So yeah, Miles Teller, real he, piece of shit, huh? So he's he has a reputation for being kind of a douchebag. Mm-hmm. Which when you watch the movie, Brian Gosling's character is kind of a douchebag. Yeah, which so kind of would have fit a little bit. Yeah, but. maybe. But he, but you're, he's a douchebag that you kind of like because he's charming. Yeah. And I don't know if Miles Teller's got that. No, 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 no. Or the voice. Um, so Gosling's nominated for Best Actor. Emma Stone's nominated for Best Actress. We talked about this coming out of the movie. I don't think Gosling's going to win. No. I think he could, but I don't think he will. I don't think so. Emma Stone is I 100%. Think, 
I think the winner. The competition's too stiff. It's crazy against uh, Gosling and Emma Stone is too much she, of a standout. She, yeah. uh, she murdered this category. Yeah, and to me, this the movie was like a dance mm-hmm. where Ryan Gosling was there to support mm-hmm. the lead dancer in Emma Stone. Yeah, and it was like he I agree. he was there to to you know make sure she didn't trip and fall. But she was taking the reins. I mean, think about it. Uh, so the intro of the movie shows Emma Watts or Emma Watson, Emma Stone's character up until she meets exactly. Ryan Gosling. Exactly. And then, then it goes back and it shows Ryan Gosling's character up, up until that and meet again. Exactly. The meet uncute. She has a musical number. Mm-hmm. They show her auditioning. Her, her, her screen time and what they give her to do prior to the mute cute is way more substantial oh, yeah. than than gossip it was it's, it's it's her movie it's subconsciously put in your head it's like all right this is we're gonna see her story yeah you know? and the ending at first oh dude you i was fa- i was mad we got and i was i wasn't mad but i was kind of bummed out that you were not like as over the moon as i thought you'd be yeah i came i was i was upset yeah with with the with the ending but in retrospect i think it was perfect it's reality. It's it's that's the thing is it's it's about you know the people that come into your lives and even though they're not in there forever, mm-hmm. they are so substantial. Yeah, and and fucking influential in the things you're gonna do and mm-hmm. the decisions you're gonna make and where you're gonna go. And you don't know you and you forget about them. And that's it's the not thing. you don't it, realize that these little things that people can say to you can can lead you to where you're gonna be. And it's not what this movie really does is it puts that idea in front of your face. Yeah. Like, you know, you have these old relationships, these old friends, mm-hmm. whatever, girlfriends that you have no, you don't, until you, until it's right in front of you, you don't realize the impact. Sure. Your well, things you say, the way you act, the way you make decisions. Things and you do. This movie really put it right there. Yeah. And I guess, you know, if, if it had ended with him, with her being like, all right, bye husband yeah. that I have a child with. This guy that I used to fuck five years ago, <laughs> he owns like he owns a jazz club now. So we're gonna do this. Like it, at the moment, I don't know why. For some reason, that's what I wanted. But mm-hmm. in retrospect, no way. And the, putting the fantasy scene there, where it's like showing us exactly what their life would have been like yeah. if they had stayed together, and then realizing, okay, well, his dream didn't come true. His dream came true. Oh, in the it, oh, in the fantasy. In the fantasy. Yeah, he loses his. In the dream. fantasy, he does not get it. He yeah. doesn't. He doesn't own the club. It goes to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Chicken on a stick. Yeah, is owned by somebody else. And it, it's you don't. In, his face doesn't even show that in the fantasy because it's just pure fantasy. Because right. her fantasy. Yeah, but you know that if that was the real thing, there would he would be resenting her mm-hmm. for that. And one of them doesn't get the dream exactly. if they're together. But if they're if they're apart, mm-hmm. they both do what they've always wanted to do. Exactly. That's beautiful. And it's beautiful. It's and beautiful. that's the subversion of of Hollywood is it didn't give you the ending you wanted, but it gave you the right ending. Wow. It's not it's not the ending we deserve, but it's the one we need right now. Wow. <laughs> so it all comes back to Batman. It all comes back to Batman. <laughs> uh, I I think I still think about it. I, I'm going to see it again, actually. Wow. Next Friday. I'll just buy it when it comes out and see it. Then. Next Friday, though, uh, at the New Beverly. 
they're showing it, and Damien Giselle's going to be there, and he's going to answer questions. I don't know if I can handle that. I want to. I want to. Dude, seeing movies at the New Beverly, we just saw Inglorious Bastards there. It's really fun because it's like okay, you get to see this the way it was meant to be seen mm-hmm. in like this really cool place. But the audience participation, oh, it kills it for you. Pissing yeah. me off. Like it's yeah, cool. We, like we get it. You've seen it before, and you're really like. I wonder though if that is was a midnight movie thing. Because we saw man. it at midnight, yeah. and you know, like when people go see Rocky or Picture Show, they like Dude, dance around and all that shit. I just roll my eyes. You could this see. movie. La La Land's playing at like seven. Oh. I don't think it's going to be the same. Vibe. You don't think it's the the Tarantino marks? No, I don't think so. Then that sounds cool. Yeah, I would like that because I, I just don't like. It seemed like people were like, maybe he's here. Let's like react. Uh, yeah, yeah. Def- well, because I don't know if you saw. There's a, a reserve. Reserve. Yeah. So and I want. Yeah, I wonder if there was a little if bit. The of people that. are just thinking like maybe he's like right behind me. Like I should just cheer really loud for like yeah, there's, every, there's, for these jokes and things I've heard. That was definitely rough. Times. I don't like it was it was an amazing experience. Yeah. It was really cool. I'd recommend anybody go do that. But uh, I just don't like kiss asses. For sure. Kissas. I don't like that. But they're definitely if he's there watching it with you, I bet you there's gonna be some clapping after every song. But yeah. I don't mind that as much. Oh, that, that's cool. That feels like going to it the It feels theater. like a, it's it's a musical, yeah. so at the end of the day it's you know I don't mind that at all. Right. So Man, alright, some other things in La La Land. When he doesn't show up to the one woman piece show. of shit dude. dude it's like alright this is over yeah Bite your well it was over <laughs> yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one can see me but I'm biting my foot <laughs> yeah. that that was another I, I didn't like that scene because it made me so mad but mm. that in like knowing what happens now that sequence is really fun and we can obviously we're not going to talk too much about music on here but right. we both can kind of relate to some of the Stupid fucking decision. The tour, yeah, like him, him being on tour and not communicating with her. Like, dude, send her a text. It's so easy. It's to text. so easy to give him a call. You stupid motherfucker. Bitch. Yeah, like, be she. There's a scene where she's like, I haven't heard from you in a couple of days. Like you could, days. You're either in Boston or Dallas. Like, no motherfucker. She should a. She should know where you are. I got another it's thing. Not hard. I got another thing that didn't dawn on me till after the movie. <laughs> What's that? She's in the crowd with the fucking Gen Pop. He couldn't yeah, even get he her even get his... <laughs> I what didn't think a fucking asshole. I didn't think of that either. Like, what are you doing? Dude, you're, you're the keyboarder of the band in dude. the spotlight. Your get girlfriend... your fucking girlfriend backstage. Yeah, that sucked. Maybe she wants, you know, we don't we didn't see the No. Nobody <laughs> wants to be there. That's Unless true. you're taking pictures or something. Especially because toward the end of that scene, she started getting like surrounded and packed in. By Dude, all she people. gets she's yeah. in the, she's in the the mix. Yeah, that sucks. No, I didn't think about. Yeah, that. like your your girlfriend is here, who is like getting a chance to maybe rub elbows with some people backstage. That's true. Get her in the fucking back. And straight up, he is stage right. She could have hey, been. She could have right. been right there. Yeah. There's nobody there. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, that really dude. that really chat my ass. Chat, dude, this movie does this movie suck? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that he just kind of sucks. Yeah, no, and I he think, figures it out. I think that's the more he starts yeah. off, and you're like, this guy kind of sucks. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, he's warming up, and, and he, he gets comfortable and complacent, and starts. To he becomes kind of selfish, and he blames her for selling out. Yeah, you know when he. This is what you wanted. And yeah, all no, that shit. he wants. He wanted. Yeah, you know he he liked the attention and yeah. Damn. Great movie though. Great movie. That didn't. It's just those are some those are some real life things where mm-hmm. it's like we we which, know better. Which you know, we know better. Like People don't, you, you can. Nobody's call. gonna think about that, right? But you can call and you can text and mm-hmm. all this stuff. I think 
him not doing that is not necessarily a flaw of the storytelling. No. But it's him showing that he's it's just a dick. Though, man. It's yeah. like it's like, well, it's easier it's, than you're it's way you're just easier. being a fucking asshole. It's not he's not touring he's not touring with Dewey Cox. No, you know, you're not in Europe in a with, sprinter with yeah. some guy named fucking Olaf driving you. These are like yeah. Universal is paying for these tours. Exactly. There's no excuse. I, I guarantee you, he's got a company phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's got SMS text message. One hundred percent. So yeah, those are just some things. But oh, overall, I fucking loved it. Great movie. Get your girlfriend backstage. Get you know? her backstage. There's no excuse, especially in a venue like that. And especially the band that fucking big. You know their guest yeah, list was... Fu- they got they, a neon backdrop. There's no excuse. Their guest list is 100 people Massive. Deep. Yeah. There's no... It's not like, ah, we can't really... Yeah. Sorry, man. They're not doing a, a club tour. No. That's like... That was... A, that that was, was like the Greek or something. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It probably was. It might have been. Yeah. The, yeah, that, that pissed me off. That made me... That motherfucker. Yeah. Sebastian. Fucking asshole. But, you know, she did encourage him to join the band, you know? Did she though? Yeah. You gonna, so. gonna call that guy back? Oh yeah. And I think like, that he's was like, no. And she's like, well, why not? Dude? I don't think that was her. Maybe she was. Maybe you're right. I don't think she had the motives that he thinks she had. <clears throat> Where he's like, get join the band. I think she was do just. This, do I think she was just trying to motivate him. Yeah, to do just something. do something. Yeah, you like what his sister was doing. Right. Like, get off your ass. Yeah. You know? And when she's on the phone with her parents, it sparked something. In yeah, because yeah. she's like, "No, he, he's getting a job. Don't yeah. worry." Like, and he's just like, "Oh shit, am I a fucking, am I a pathetic loser?" I feel that right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm working on something. I just applied for an internship in uh, my late twenties. So for what? At a shoe store, a sneaker that's store. Cool. That's cool. It's cool. We'll see. Probably not gonna get it. I'm trying. I'm trying to get you something. Okay? <laughs> I'm working on it. It's all right. It's my all right, friend, guys. My friend is coordinating for The Bachelor next season. Really? I'm real pumped for him for that. Brandon, if you're listening, I'm very proud of you. I got him his first PA job, and now he's coordinating for The Bachelor. What's so up, Brandon? who knows where you could be? I love candy, and I'm really <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right. Well, well... Dude, is that it? I think that's it. Shit. This was... I've been waiting, like, all... I've been so psyched to do episode two. I'm yeah. like bummed. That I have done, to. Like honestly, I think one day we'll do two. A week. We'll, we'll do a. We'll start doing a couple a week. Just because this, like, I've been a thi- week is a long time, and I think that's why this one's going maybe a little longer. Yeah. Is because we're just trying to savor it. We are, and we're excited all week to talk about yeah. whatever we want to talk. We about. Like, we have to avoid texting now. Yeah. And before that, we were talking all the time, just like oh, yeah, just just talking about. It. So maybe you know if. if you guys decide that it's worth it and do you want like do you want two a week if you're still listening do you want two a week it might not be an hour and a half so that maybe you like that yeah exactly <laughs> it might be 45 40 minutes 45 minutes and 45 minutes there will be less news to cover each yeah. episode so uh that's about the end obviously next week we're going to talk about john wick 2 that's it's going to be the john wick 2 super and super, i think we'll probably super. talk about Keanu, top yeah. five Keanu. Oh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Please uh, tweet at us at Real Deal Pod, R E E L D E A L P O D. No affiliation with P O D. Once again, <laughs> email us at realdealpod at gmail.com. Let us know which top five list you want to hear. If you're not following the Twitter, please and you, do. And you tweet a top five suggestion at you, I'm gonna tell you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow, if you follow the Twitter and, and suggest something to us. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very sincerely, apo- like, 
appreciative. Yeah. And I'm going to take to heart. Like somebody suggested romantic comedies this oh, really? week and that's kind of why it was like, all right, so let's do that. And there's been a bunch of sick suggestions, mm-hmm. almost almost too many to keep track of because they're all yeah. good. Like I feel like at one at some point we should do a straight up top five episode. Okay. Just like that's 20 top five. That's fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys very Thank much. Thank you. And uh, also please leave some reviews. That helps a lot to get on help. to get onto the charts. Uh, we were on the chart earlier this week, which was kind of crazy. Like, definitely, uh, we really fucking appreciate the support. We didn't expect anything. We just want we wanted to talk about the things that we love, and we think it's very cool that I mean that episode got close that to a thousand cares, plays, yeah. And that's that's awesome. It's very awesome. So uh, the charts really helped for getting new listeners who just don't know who we are, what we're about. Uh, reviews and subscriptions are crucial for that. So please, if you can, if you like what you're hearing. Give it a tap. Give it a tap, tap, taparoo. That's right. This was Real Deal, episode two. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Roll it. Uh-huh.